0: are watching us online right now around the world, welcome. And if you have your Bibles, open them up to Genesis chapter 1. Let's go right back to the book of beginnings. Genesis chapter 1. And I want to read verses 26 through 28 this morning. It's good to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Hallelujah. Then God said... be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk about one of, one of the major issues that we are facing in this day and one of the biggest spiritual downfalls that has ever happened to America this topic is so huge that I guarantee you that you have a family member you have a friend you know a coworker, or maybe even you yourself have fell into this today I want to talk about the truth about abortion the truth about abortion Is abortion really murder, according to God? When does life begin, according to God, our Creator? What does the Bible say about it? Now, let me just, i got to throw this out right now. This message, this is not intended to throw condemnation on anybody, because how many of you know that there is forgiveness, there is healing found in the Lord Jesus Christ. But how many of you know, just because it is a controversial issue doesn't mean that we need to stick our heads in the sands either. In the sand. Amen? So the purpose of this message today is to educate, first of all, Christians about this topic from a biblical, godly perspective and hopefully talk to someone listening to me right now around the world or watching me online out of taking the life ...of an unborn child. Mothers and fathers, you are responsible to care for and protect that child even in the womb. And that mandate has been given to you by God Himself. Another reason for this message is to educate you on this life and death, death message... So that you can be an informed voter on election day. That you can vote according to the standards that are set forth in the word of God. Because I'm telling you right now, the next president of the United States will be choosing Supreme Court justices in the very near near future. And millions of unborn lives hang in the balance. The next president will determine whether or not Roe versus Wade is overturned in God's favor. Now, of course, as a ministry, as a religious organization, we cannot and we will not endorse uh, any presidential candidate, any candidate. Amen? We will not tell you who who to vote for. But what I can say is this, what millions of ministers around the country are telling congregations, vote according to the Bible. Vote the Bible. Are you hearing me? According to God's moral standards. Forget about the economy issues, because if we get our morals back in order in this country, everything else will fall right into place. Proverbs 14.34 says this, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. And my friend, what we're seeing on Wall Street is a direct correlation of the sin that America has taken hold of. Can you say amen? The Bible should be our guide as Christians on choosing any elected official in government local state and on a federal level it's not about Republican Democrat or independent it is about absolute morals that are set forth in the Word of God that Christians are expected by God to uphold as we are the salt of the earth the preserver of the morals of God on this earth now I'm going to share with you some medical facts that you most likely won't hear from Planned Parenthood. Oh, what a cutesy name, huh? Planned Parenthood. It's evil, people. It's evil. It's an evil organization. I'm going to tell you some medical facts that you most likely won't hear from Planned Parenthood or from the doctors that perform abortions. Because simply put, they are in it for the money, period. Are you hearing me? And it is no wonder why the Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money that will cause mankind to to commit horrible things against God and against mankind. And you need to know, that satan and evil spirits are behind the whole push of the murder of the unborn. Ephesians 6:12 says this, "For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly." Or literally that means in spiritual places. It's our spiritual enemy. That wants mankind destroyed on this earth. Yes. Satan and evil spirits hate God. Did you know that? Right. They're not friends. They're not co-workers in the universe. Right. Satan and evil spirits, they hate God. Therefore, they hate anything that God loves. Right. And how many of you know God loves and cares for His creation, mankind? Mankind? Including that unborn child in the womb of that mother. I hear politicians all the time say, we can't afford another Holocaust, but don't look now, but that's exactly what's happening in the country right now since Roe versus Wade is a Holocaust, a bloodbath against the unborn. I, was, I actually have some pictures. I downloaded pictures that I was going to show today, but I, I refrained because young eyes in here. Elizabeth and I were looking at them, and, and it was, we were brought to tears. I, you, just, you just can't believe the procedure of taking a life. Seeing uh, in these pictures, it shows babies cut right in half. The heads cut off. Big hole in the head where they suck the brain out of the baby. I can't believe this is happening in America and around the world legally. It's a bloodbath. Satan is having a field day in this country. Listen. Listen to the following scenarios. Consider these four situations. There is a preacher and a wife who are very, very poor. They already have 14 children. Now she finds out she is pregnant with her 15th child. They are living in tremendous poverty. Considering their poverty and the excessive world population, would you consider recommending abortion? Number two, the father is sick with syphilis, and the mother has TB, tuberculosis. They have four children. The first is blind, the second is dead, the third is death, and the fourth has TB, tuberculosis. The, mo- the mother finds out that she's pregnant again. Given the extreme situation, would you recommend an abortion? Case number three. A man raped a 13-year-old black girl, and she got pregnant. If you were her parents, would you consider recommending an abortion? Number four. A teenage girl is pregnant. She's not married her fiance is not the father of the baby and he is very upset would you recommend an abortion if you have said yes to any of these situations congratulations in the first case you would have killed john wesley one of the great evangelists of the nineteenth century if you said yes to the second case you would have killed beethoven beethoven and if you said yes in the third case you would have killed Ethel waters the great black gospel singer. In the fourth case, congratulations, you would have recommended an abortion and the murder of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. With U.S. abortion deaths topping 30 million, only God knows what we have sacrificed in lost human talent and creativity. Many of you know James Robison the host of the show Life Today. He is a product of rape. His mother considered abortion, 41-year-old mother considered abortion, and she said otherwise, no, I'm going to have this baby. And now he's reaching millions for the Lord Jesus Christ on the whole planet. How many soul winners and followers of Jesus Christ have been murdered in the womb? You know, the womb ought to be the safest place in the world for a human being. But it has become a battlefield and a slaughterhouse for millions of innocent children. Children were so valuable and considered a gift to men and women of God in the Bible that women would pray not to be barren. Now we have mothers and fathers throwing children in dumpsters for convenience sake. Listen to me. The phrase pro-choice has no place when it comes to murdering an innocent, unborn child. That child belongs to God and the parents are simply the caretakers of God's property. Can you say amen? So, mothers, fathers, and doctors, when you take the life of an unborn child, you are attacking God, the Creator, yourself. Or Himself. Now, shortly, I'll share with you some scriptures that reveal that the child in the womb is not just a blob of flesh, but a human life. But let me give you some statistics here. Worldwide... The number of abortions per year worldwide is approximately 42 million. The number of abortions around the globe in one day is approximately 115,000 murdered children a day. Where do bo- abortions occur on this earth? 83% of all abortions are obtained in developing countries. And 17% occur in in undeveloped countries the United States the number of abortions per year is approximately remember these are all approximate 1.37 million that probably has gone up the number of abortions per day in our great country is approximately 3,700 murdered children a day who's having abortions 52% of women obtaining abortions in the U.S. are younger than 25 years old. Women aged 20 to 24 obtain 32% of all abortions. Teenagers obtain 20%, and girls under 15 account for 1.2%. Who else? Who's having abortions? Uh, It says here in the the stats from this website, it says, while white women obtain 60% of all abortions, their abortions rate is well below that of minority women. Black women are more than three times as likely as white women to have an abortion, and Hispanic women are roughly two times as likely. Uh, Marital status, who's having abortions? 64.4% of all abortions are performed on never married women. Married women account for 18.4% of all abortions, and divorced women obtain 9.4%. Who's having abortions according to religion? Women identifying themselves as Protestant obtain 37.4% of all abortions in the U.S. Catholic women, about 31.3%. Jewish women account for 1.3%. And women with no religious affiliation obtain 237 of abortions. Friends, is this is not an indictment to the body of Christ. 18% of all abortions are performed on women who identify themselves as born-again evangelical. 18%. Now, you know as well as I do, calling yourself a Christian doesn't make you a Christian. Are you hearing me? Just because I stand in my garage doesn't make me a car. You understand? But what this does tell me is this, there is a huge lack of leaders in the body of Christ talking about these important issues from the pulpit. There's a lot of of uneducated people because of the lack of Bible preaching behind pulpits. Are you hearing me? When there are churches giving donations to Planned Parenthood, hello, we have a problem, Houston, are you hearing me? Who's having abortions according to income? Women with with family incomes less than 15,000 obtain 28.7% of all abortions. Women with family incomes between 15 and 29, or 30, obtain 19.5. Women with family incomes between 30 and 59,000, or 60, obtain 38%. Women with family incomes over $60,000 a year obtain uh, 13.8%. Why women have abortions? And by the way, I don't think there's any good reason to murder an innocent child. 1% of all abortions occur because of rape or incest. 6% of all abortions occur because of potential health problems regarding either the mother or child. And 93% of all abortions, 93% of all abortions occur for social reasons. Convenience, people. Convenience. 93% an unwanted child. At what gestational ages are abortions performed? 52% 52% of all abortions occur between the ninth week of pre- pregnancy. 25% happen between the ninth and 10th week. 12% happen between the 11th and 12th week. 6% happen between the 13th and 15th week. 4% of all abortions happen between the 16th and 20th week. Does this make you want to puke? And 1% of all abortions happen after the 20th week of pregnancy. Now I have a paper right here that talks about what happens in each stage from the beginning of conception to the birth. Don't tell me they're not a living being. They feel the pain. Are you hearing me? Likelihood of abortions. An estimated 43% of all women will have at least one abortion by the time they are 45 years old. 47% of all abortions are performed on women who have had at least one previous abortion. Abortion coverage. Here we go, here's an here's a interesting one. 48% of all abortion facilities provide services after the 12th week of pregnancy. 9 in 10 manage health care plans, routinely cover abortion or provide limited coverage for the woman to murder her child. About 14% of all abortions in the United States are paid for with, guess who, your tax dollars. 14% are paid with public funds. Virtually all of which are state funds. And 16 states, say 16, pay for abortions for poor women. And I'll tell you right now, you want to know when this really spiked? When God and the Bible were taken, in prayer, were taken out of schools. You see the spike on those bar graphs. I'll tell you what it's It just skyrockets yes, Now, there are physical and psychological effects for the mother that chooses to have an abortion. Now, like there are physical and psychological you won't hear Planned Parenthood telling you this: you won't hear that murderer of a doctor. Telling the women this when they consider this. Again, I want to proceed very cautiously because I want you to know before I read this that there is a way out of these harmful effects and the curse that you brought upon yourself by having an abortion. And that is only through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Only Jesus Christ can heal your body, soul, and spirit. And as I was writing this message yesterday and planning for it, I'll tell you right now, I I, I believe I had a word of knowledge from the Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Ghost said to me, if the women who had abortions, who are suffering with diseases and these psychological effects, if they will give their lives to me, to the Lord Jesus Christ, I will heal them. I will set them free. So any woman listening to me, either here in this place, on the radio, on the internet, watching me online, either live or on the recorded broadcast on the internet, Jesus Christ can set you free. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here, here, here. Now I want to read to you a few points here from a paper I downloaded from the internet called Abortion and the Mother. It says abortion is harmful to the mother. We think of an abortion as a simple procedure with little risk. However, as we've learned more, we learn that there are significant side effects for the mother. In 2004, Dr. Elizabeth Shattigan testified before a Senate subcommittee. Abortion increases the rate, the rate of breast cancer, placenta previa, preterm births, and maternal suicide. Because a suicide spirit gets a hold of the mother who, does, who has an abortion. You're legally given right to yourself, to an evil spirit. Statistically, all types of deaths are higher with women who have had induced abortions. Abortions put the children at risk. Women who have abortions have a higher risk in future pregnancies of premature births or low birth weight babies. These both are risk factors that lead to infant mortality and lower cognitive abilities and greater behavior problems in children. For mothers who have had induced abortions, had an induced abortion, abortion, the early death rate of future infants is 2 to 4 times the normal rate. Increased risk of cancer Women who have had induced abortion have their chance of getting cervical cancer doubled. The risk of breast cancer increases by 50 to 300%. People, these are case studies. In addition, there are increased risks of ovarian and liver cancer. Friends, listen. What I am reading here from a secular point of view, a secular point of view is confirming what the Bible calls a curse. A curse. Are you hearing me? Other physical complications for the mother include, and then it needs it some things, an inability to conceive again after having an abortion. Other complications for future children include the higher risk of deformities and birth defects. Psychological effects. Abortion leads to a multitude of psychological complications. Because of these problems... Numerous support groups have been formed to help women deal with the emotional trauma. These groups, uh, such as the 30,000 member Women Exploited by Abortion, Victims of Abuse, Healing Visions Network, Open Arms, and Abortion Trauma Services. You're not going to hear this from those doctors who perform abortions. You're not going to hear the true deal from Planned Parenthood. Are you hearing me? Psychological side effects include sexual dysfunction, unexpected guilt, traumatic stress syndrome, personality fragmentation, split personalities, unexpected grief response, and aversion to sex. Psychological side effects also impacts others. These include child abuse and neglect on children. And an increase in alcohol and drug abuse. Why? Because they want to dull their emotional pain that they open themselves up to by murdering a human being. Why, is it, why does it lead to child abuse in some cases? Through an abortion, a woman learns that children have little value. If she so desires, children are something that can be thrown away for convenience sake. And this, my friend, has plagued the United States of America and worldwide. Now, to some scriptures. Conception is not just a, a physical act. God's hand is all over This process. God is literally at work in the womb of that mother. Go to Jeremiah 1. Jeremiah 1. This is outrageous. This is outrageous that in a country like America this is happening. Jeremiah 1. Four through 5 says this then the word of the Lord came to me saying before I formed you in the womb I knew you before you were born I sanctified you I ordained you a prophet to the nations now according to this scripture God himself says that he literally forms us, molds us in the womb of our mother. Isn't that beautiful? Even before we were born, God says that he has set us apart for his purposes before we come out of the womb, before we were a thought on mommy and daddy's mind. The creator of all things had a plan for you and for those over 30 million murdered, innocent babies. Jeremiah 29:11 says that God has thoughts of peace and not of evil for every person that enters the world beginning at conception. Say that with me beginning at conception. Beginning at conception. And He has a future and a hope for every person if they will simply choose His plan for their life. If you, mommy and daddy, will simply choose God's plan for that unborn child. God told Jeremiah that before he was formed by the Holy Spirit in the womb, God ordained him as a prophet. And my question is this. How many prophets, how many pastors, how many teachers, how many apostles, how many evangelists have been murdered through the procedure of abortion? And by the way, Satan and evil spirits take great pleasure in every time an abortion is performed on this earth. Because Jesus said, the thief comes, but accept, but to steal, kill, and destroy. Isaiah the prophet said that he was called to serve God from the womb. Go to Isaiah 49. Isaiah 49. My hope is this. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching this also. I hope that someone in here, someone watching online, someone listening to me online around the world, if you know someone who's pregnant and is contemplating an abortion, I pray you would give them, give them a CD of this message. I pray that you will email them this message. I'm telling you right now, every woman who's contemplating an abortion needs to hear this message. And they need to hear the heart of God on this topic. Can you say amen? Isaiah 49, one through five. Listen, O coastlands, to me, and take heed, you peoples from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb, from the matrix of my mother. He has made mention of my name. Oh, hallelujah. God knew your name even before conception. Isn't that good to know? You're not a mistake. You're not a mistake. Are you hearing me? And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me. And made me a polished shaft. In his quiver he has hidden me. And he said to me. You are my servant O Israel. In whom I will be glorified. Then I said. I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing. uh, My strength for nothing. And in in vain. Yet surely my just reward is with the Lord. And my work. With my God. And now the Lord says. Who formed me. Underlining it. From the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him so that Israel is gathered to him. For I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Who's standing up for the unborn? Who's pleading the case for the unborn child? If mommy's not gonna do it, doggone it, someone's gotta do it. And every Christian better be doing it. And I'll tell you right now, if you are pro-choice, pro-abortion, you are not a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I say amen to that. Plain and simple. Even Paul, the Apostle Paul, was set apart by God before birth. Go to Galatians 1. But make no mistake, you can have a brand new start with Jesus Christ today. His blood is strong enough to wash away your sin. Are you hearing me? Galatians 1, 15-16 But when it pleased God, oh, underline it, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through His grace to reveal His Son in me, That I might preach him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went to Arabia and returned to Damascus. But listen to me. It is God. When you, your birth date. Did you know your birth date? The exact time that you were born into this earth. God chose that time says here that God is the one, literally, who separated us from our mother's womb. Don't tell me that the unborn is not special to God. Are you hearing me? Don't ever forget this. Every person, every life, even that unborn child, every life has a purpose. And that purpose is from God, our Creator Himself. Go to Job 33, 4. Job 33, 4. And just because you made bad decisions and not following the ways of the Lord doesn't mean you make the baby suffer for it, mothers. Are you hearing me? Job 33, 4. The Spirit of God has made me Job said, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. If you can answer me, set your words in order before me. Oh, wait a minute. And the Almighty gives me life. All right. And the Almighty gives me life. I'm thinking of another scripture at the same time while I'm reading this. I'm going to get to the next one in a minute. But again, that is just proof right there. That the Holy Spirit is literally active in the process from conception on. He is active in that process. Here's the one I was thinking about. Go to Ecclesiastes 11.5. Ecclesiastes 11.5. It says, As you do not know what is the way of the wind, or... How the bones grow in the womb Of her who is with child So you do not know the works of God Who makes everything Bones growing in the womb Have you ever just stopped To consider the miracle That takes place on the inside of the womb Bones forming I mean The Holy Spirit is at work. Only God can do that. That is the handiwork. That is the artwork of God Himself. God knew us while we were still in the womb. Go to Psalm 139. Hallelujah. Psalm 139. 13 through 16. It says this, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. Covered. The Holy Ghost literally overshadows that baby in the womb. I will praise you for I am, underline it, fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. That's talking about in the womb. Your eyes saw my substance, yes, at conception that began. Yet being, being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written. The days fashioned for me. When as yet, there, there were none of them. Those millions of unborn children. There was a book that God has written with their name and their destiny in it. But they were murdered. Why? Because man has a free will. And you've got to choose to obey God. You either obey God or you, you obey the devil. This Scripture says we are fearfully and wonderfully made by God our Creator. Again, the whole process of life from conception on is ordained and watched over by God Himself. He is interested in every little advancement in that womb. Like I said earlier, the womb should be the safest place on this earth for an unborn child. Figure this one out. Here in America, if a person murders a pregnant woman, the murderer is charged with two counts of murder. And rightfully so, correct? But it is legal to murder that baby in the womb at a doctor's office. Behind the curtain of a doctor's office. Our morals are so perverted in America... The loopholes are huge. How can't you see it, America? How can't you see it? These liberal judges that put their stamp of approval on this corruption needs to be replaced by judges that will follow the Constitution and not legislate from the bench, not make their own laws from the bench. That's not what they're called to do. They're called to interpret the Constitution. And friend, this is way out there from what the Founding Fathers started when America began. This country was founded on biblical principles. And Christians, we better act fast because the other side, the liberal side, is becoming normal in America. And we need to stop that we need to stop that downward spiral are you hearing me the spirit of the child comes into the womb at the moment of conception life begins at conception according to the word of God according to our Creator and he should know our Creator should know that right not some liberal atheist Ivy League graduate or professor that thinks that we evolved from monkeys or goo from the bottom of a pond. Isn't that weird? People taking the 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 opinion, the foolish of opinion of some liberal pro- professors here at Ferris and around the world above the Creator, friends. You know, I want to know what that's called stupidity on, that's stupid that's ultimate stupidity that's ultimate ignorance if you want to know how, this, how how everything was set into motion go to the manual amen. Yes, sir. if I want to know how a tractor works I'm not going to go and ask someone who makes bicycles go to the creator's book amen. the word of God amen Now, the word abort means to terminate prematurely. What are they terminating? Life. Life. Why? Because that unborn child is indeed a life. I'm telling you, you can't convince me, liberals. You can't convince me, pro-choicers, to believe the lie that an unborn child is not a life. The Bible is so clear on this. You need demonic interference to blind you of that fact. It takes a demon spirit to blind someone of that fact. That it's so clear. I mean, even from a common sense standpoint. Even the law says you murder a pregnant woman, you're getting two counts of uh, murder. Even the law how many of you know we need to go to the higher law in this country? And that's the Word of God. I just don't understand it. If we would b- go back and base everything on this, guess what? I'm sorry, Mike, you might not have a job with the police. But things might be a little bit better on this earth and in this country. Amen? Yes, sir. Putting boundaries back. Yes, sir. What are the liberals afraid of? Saying thou shall not steal, thou shall not kill. What one is it, liberals, that you have a problem with? Are you hearing me? John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Spirit right in his mother's womb before he was born. Go to Luke 1.15. You still might have a job, Mike. I mean, there's always rebellious people on this earth. <laughs> you just might not be as busy. <laughs> Which I'm sure you wouldn't mind. All right. Luke 1.15. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He's talking about the prophecy of John the Baptist. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, underline it, even from his mother's womb. Now, even the unborn child, John the Baptist, recognized the sound of Mary's voice and responded to the presence of the Holy Spirit. Go, go a little further, Luke 1, 40, through 44. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary... That the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting, greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Explain this one, pro-choicers. I want you to notice that the unborn baby in the womb of Elizabeth had joy according to verse 44. A worthless blob of flesh won't do that. That's right. Just a blob of, of goo or flesh that can't respond especially can't have joy. Are you hearing me? It's time for America to repent and put a stop to the legalized murdering of the unborn. Yes, it's time for every woman to choose life for their child. Yes, there's other op- there there's adoption. There's someone who would love to have your child. We in America, listen. We in America pride ourselves that we live in the home of the free. Land of the brave. Yeah, except all but the innocent unborn children. They're not free. They're in fear today. They're in fear tonight. Because some mommy and some daddy wants to end their life today. Even as we sit here right now. There's unborn children being slaughtered around this world. Yay! even in the great United States of America. And the sad fact is this. Animals have more rights than that unborn, that unborn children have in this country. And friend, that's sick and that's twisted. It is time for America to return to its foundation of Christian and biblical principles. And I am calling on politicians to act swiftly, and all Americans to stop the bloodbath of innocent unborn children and let the pursuit of life and happiness be extended to them. Allow the original intent of the Constitution and the founding fathers of America to come back to the United States of America. Don't let one more human being be cheated out of life. Every life is valuable to God. And my last scripture, turn with me to 2 Chronicles 7.14. 2 Chronicles 7.14 says this. God extends this. To America, God extends this to every person, to every nation on this planet. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. If you have ever had an abortion, there is forgiveness and healing that can only be found in Jesus. Let's stand up right now. I want to tell you right now, those listening, watching me, those here, if you've ever had an abortion, let me say it again. You can have a new beginning. And you can know That your child, if you will come to Christ, if you will make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life right now, you can have the peace of knowing that that child or children that you made the decision to end their life, you can have that peace and know that you can be reunited with them in heaven. Because, friend, those children are in the presence of Almighty God in heaven right now. They are in heaven. Don't, don't kid yourself. They are in heaven. And if you will make Jesus Lord of your life, peace, healing, forgiveness can come to you. Today, right now, you don't have to wait. That guilt, that shame can be washed away. Of course there will be regret, I mean, but um, the pain, the sting of it can be washed away with the blood of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, right now, I pray for any person here or watching me or listening to me online or over the radio. If you've ever had abortion, Lord, I pray right now that your healing power would come upon them. That their eyes would be open to the truth. And that they would have forgiveness. They would have a new beginning. And the peace of knowing that they can see those precious children again that are in your presence, even as we speak right now. Oh, hallelujah. I also want to pray for this. If there's anybody here right now who, who is having problems conceiving or, or bearing, I want you to come forward, and I want to pray with you. I just feel there's an anointing even for that flowing with this message. If there's anybody, and I just stand right here. And if you've never made Jesus Christ Lord of your life, today is the day of salvation for anybody. You know what? Just because you didn't have an abortion doesn't mean you're not a sinner. Every person has fallen short of the glory of God and is a sinner. And you are just as much in need of the Savior as the one that killed multitudes of babies. Are you hearing me? If you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, I want you to come forward. And I want to pray with you to make him Lord of your life today. You can be born again and know if you took your last breath right now, you would go to heaven for eternity. If you want to rededicate, I want you to come forward. Holy Spirit baptism, you want to receive, learn more about, come forward. If you need healing for anything, come forward
1: today. Love is now. Love is pouring from his hands, from his brow. Love is near. It's out here. Oh. Ah.
0: Bit more, Shachi. Hallelujah! If there's anyone watching me right now online and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, the Bible says you can do it right now. Without even doing any first good works or anything, it's by faith in Jesus Christ. Just pray this with me. God, I am a sinner. I have fallen short of your glory, but I believe that Jesus Christ is your son born of a virgin died on the cross shed his blood and he rose from the death three days later I believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ and I believe that that Jesus is Lord and I make him Lord of my life right now fill me with your Holy Spirit I want to live life for you now some of the people who are watching online right now. Our friend, our brother and friend Bruce is back from chemotherapy from Illinois who attends RCC and he thanks us for all of our prayers that things are going very well and uh, so let's pray for Bruce now again. Let's stretch your hands toward that camera right there, just one camera. In the name of Jesus, Bruce, we loose the healing anointing and we continue, continue to do so until every bit of cancer is flushed out of your body. We loose strength and healing from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet and command every cancer cell to die and dissolve in the name of Jesus. Now keep the hand stretched. Terry, our brother Terry who comes here, he's been sick in bed. So in the name of Jesus, Terry, we speak to your body. And we say be healed, be strengthened from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Spirit of God, fall on him. Spirit of God, fall on him. In the name of Jesus. And bring wholeness. Hallelujah. Oh. We have uh, an anonymous individual watching right now. And she says that, pray for me. I've had an abortion many years ago. And it still haunts me today. I can't forgive myself. Oh, only Jesus Christ can bring healing to you. And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I loose His healing power through your soul. Every part of your broken heart, the brokenness of your soul, Lord, like only you can do, like only the Spirit of God can do, we loose your healing virtue through this woman right now. In the name of Jesus and every person that's been affected. In Jesus' name, be set free. And I, yes, thank you, Lord. I command every evil and unclean spirit that has taken hold of your life since that abortion. I command every evil and unclean spirit. Every demonic spirit that you've given legal right to in the past. I command those evil spirits to come out and loose you in the name of Jesus and the healing of Jesus Christ to flow. Yes, thank you, Lord. Now we pray for my precious cousin. Her name is Gabby. She has uh, cancer. It's a real rare form of cancer that started in the hip. And so right now, she's over in New Jersey. Gabby, in the name of Jesus, we all come into agreement here. And everyone watching online come in agreement with us. I command every cancer cell to die and dissolve in your body right now Gabby and I command new and healthy cells to be formed in place of those cancer cells I command every cancerous growth to dissolve, I curse those cancer cells and cancerous growth and I lose the anointing of the Holy Spirit because God loves you so much Gabby He has great plans for you And we loose the anointing through your body right now. Be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. from online. Uh, My mom is watching and she wants me to pray for my sister April back on the United States for wisdom, for what job. Lord in the name of Jesus. Right now, I pray for my sister April, and I pray that favor would come upon her. I pray, Lord God, that you would open the job for her, that you want her, the door that you have for her to walk through in life, Lord, and that you would give her clarity, give her wisdom, command all confusion to leave on this situation, and the blessing would be poured out upon her and her family in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And I pray for Heidi. Don't know what Heidi but for Heidi to have the Lord in her life. Lord, send labor into Heidi's path and speak your word to her. Let her realize the deep need for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Send those laborers now, Lord. And I pray that Heidi and her whole family would come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. If It took place over 2000 years ago on the cross. The love of God was poured out for mankind. Poured out for mankind. And all you got to do is accept it. Believe it. Receive it Jesus Christ today. Amen. Well, internet audience, thank you so much for tuning in, and be sure, request, we'll give out free copies of this message. If you know someone who needs to hear this, please, we will help you get it in their hands. October 17th, I'll be on the east side of Michigan in, in Imlay City, my old hometown at the Days Inn for a healing and miracle service. Hope to see you there. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Hallelujah. Now...